0: Now, here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett.
1: And we are back, and this is that time once a month. This uh, segment gets a lot of uh, listeners, I'll tell you what. Uh, this is the time once a month that we bring in our friends from transportation, logging, Pete. Peter Wood is here and uh, Peter you want to introduce your guest yep. he's been with yeah, us before yeah, yep. we're uh, a little familiar with him
0: glad to be back folks I'm here Peter Wood and then we also have Harry Fisher a longtime logger out of the Duluth area and he's got a lot of knowledge of the past and we've had many discussions about the future and what we think really should go on and what does go on and so I thought this time we'd hit a few things that have just happened in the last month and also what we think would be best for in the future All what right. we think is going on with the mills and that
1: Before I get in before you get into that too heavily, I do want to say that I saw your picture at the uh, you were at the roundtable discussion. You weren't actually at the roundtable, but you were a uh, you were one of the people in the audience, which was only about one hundred and fifty people that got to sit there and listen to President Trump and the discussion. Now, I was hoping but we've talked a little bit before you came on for this segment. I was hoping that there would be a fairly heavy discussion about logging and that industry. But evidently, most of the emphasis was put on iron mining. It was on, on mining very heavy
0: mining. What it was, this is a roundtable discussion, was held at uh, a lumber yard in, uh, over on the port okay. by the high bridge. Yep, And it was very secured. Into, I can just give you what it was like to be there. Um, because there's in the audience, there's roughly about 150 people. And the roundtable had 10, 12 people. It was um, very heavy mining, a couple of county commissioners, uh, a port authority, I do believe, or somebody that was working with uh, Aspen Aerials. We call them Aspen Aerials, but it's, forgot the name of it now. All Tech, that's it, yep. And
1: uh, they manufacture the equipment, right? Yeah, the All booms and that. Yep. Yeah.
0: And got to be a guest. And uh, fortunately, I got to be in the front row, actually. Wow. And so I thought, that's that's pretty neat. Um, it would have been great to have been able to talk to the president about it. But I was probably 30 feet away when he was having his roundtable. And then the closest I got was probably 20 feet. And what it's like when you see uh, a politician or somebody on TV, they look one way. And then when um, you see him in person, you think, well, some are a little bit heavier looking, some are a little bit thinner looking. But he pretty much looks just like he does on TV. Is that right? Uh, Yeah, I thought he wouldn't, but he does. Um, I can just tell you what it's like to watch somebody... In person, because when you go through a camera lens, it's hard to describe. But people can actually alter a little bit, yeah. and when you see them face to face and you see them in their eyes and everything, they, there's no hiding. I guess you could say, you, you can't. And and whether you're a Trump supporter or not, watching him, I really believe that he was authentic and really caring. Yeah. Because when you watch everybody talk. Like a camera only shines on one person, but I'm watching other people as it's going on. You also watch the president. He he does listen. And he, he is very intelligent because he's picking up on all these different things that, you know, he's got to remember, he's from New York. Yeah. And what does he know about logging, logging or mining or, you know, anything, pretty yeah. much just the car drives down the road, you know. Um, he does pick up on it very fast. Um, the As far as... It, talking heavy mining because it was that was the big thing sure uh, the timber industry did get to be mentioned a little bit from Commissioner Stauber about what he talked about was having the the National Forest do 100% allowable cut which is a very good thing you know we, we would like to get 100% allowable cut yeah and it would be with the presence here it helps a lot now what happens it depends on how much bogged down they get because when you're at these meetings I've been at other meetings like this. The you only have so much time.
1: They're very structured, aren't Extremely
0: they? Extremely structured. And when it's time to go, when it was time when he had to go, he got up and he shook a few people on the round table's hand. And Scott Dane did get a picture of himself next to the president. Did you know he? Did Commissioner <laughs> Commissioner Nelson asked him, Hey, come on up and you got a quick you know, it only lasted ten seconds, so you're not gonna get nothing out. No. It's no. boom 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 and they're off. And so he was fortunate. Scott was fortunate, he did get a picture with the president. I did not, and it's like it would have been nuts. Nice, <laughs> but that's how it goes but i'm very happy that i had the opportunity to sit in and and maybe that's what, those are kind of stepping stones you have to take when they're offered you have to grab them yeah. and show up because the world is run by those who up it, it, it is that it is that way and it, when it was over he 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 shook some hands and when he had to go you could tell a secret service went and they were yeah. gone oh yeah and so it's very structured well, I,
1: I talked to somebody that was in his caravan mm-hmm. and they said that as he came over the i forget which bridge that is that goes down towards uh amsoil arena yep. that there was a whole bunch of supporters there holding up signs and he wanted to stop there and get out and take pictures with people and yep. press the flesh on garfield and, yeah and the a, a, one of his secret service agents said uh, I'm sorry, Mr. President, these people have not been cleared. They have not gone through screening, yep. and we are not stopping.
0: <laughs> that would be extremely, I think it would be a nightmare for a Secret Service oh, to stop yeah. and do that because you don't know if somebody's got something. You you have when you, When you go into these meetings like that, you have to go through screening, background checks, and then they check on you more, and oh, yeah. then when you go in there, they wand you like you're going into an airport, like anything on you it'll set it off yeah you clean out your pockets take your phones out everything's on the table they slide it they check it then you go and we got in inside that warehouse they had round paper they had lumber stacked all around and you thought well they did a beautiful job and all the chairs another thing the chairs were all tied together really it, yeah except mine <laughs> I don't know if they just had it the last minute or what. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> you were going to throw you, your chair or what? <laughs> yeah, so I could throw my chair, right? That wouldn't go over very good. <laughs> See you oh, in about ten man. years, you know. But no, it uh, they they um the the walls were all set up there. I think, and you look around, it became its own bunker. Sure, and you had to sure. go through like a maze almost to get in. Yeah. It's because there's no way a bullet, there's no way a hand grenade could go through that. I mean, those, you got to remember, rolls of paper from the paper industry, they're probably they're huge. eight, 10 feet. They're solid. I mean, you touch them and they feel like steel. Yeah. And they're probably diameter wise, I'm going to say six, eight feet. They're huge. Yeah. And thick, tightly piled. And so that was all a barrier to, to protect. And the, but these
1: so- were visualizations that were used so the president could see. You know, like you said, maybe he doesn't know much about the 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 paper industry, but he could see by those huge rolls of paper what kind of things were being manufactured here, what kind of things are mm-hmm. you know yeah what we, what we
0: create and what we export, and right. so it's subliminal a little bit.
1: I think the interesting
2: thing about that whole thing is that when you saw it on t v you didn't realize what he just explained. No. I thought no, it was in a, in a meeting room or something like yeah, that I as did we too. watched it. I yeah. thought it
1: might have been in a conference room down at the but, uh, uh, right. terminal. You know, so. I,
2: I think the good thing on this whole meeting is that the president didn't bring up the natural resources as a whole for northern Minnesota right. and how important it is, which includes the forest industry and the forest resources along with the mining. Yeah. True, it was mining because that's kind of the what the headlines are around here today and with the copper-nickel uh, controversy, sure. which, of course, we want to see that go through. But uh, he, we did get mentioned, and... Uh, It was, he did talk about the natural resource, and that's what northern
1: Minnesota is. Yeah. Well, he talked uh, that night, too, about the fact that we don't use anywhere near. Uh, the amount of uh, timber that's available for logging in this no,
0: area. No, we're actually losing ground. It's the it's it's dying faster. And we're harvesting it. I think we're what is it, Harry? We're probably. I don't even know if we're hitting half of what could be harvested. Oh, I think we're.
2: Cl- I think we're half. I think we're doing better than half
0: harvesting. But, yeah, I don't har- know about that, Harry.
2: <laughs> the, the basic. Well, I always eliminate the national forest lands because you got to understand. I'm the commercial end of the national forest lands they have two cuts sure they have what is the biological or you call it the allowable cut okay. that's what you could cut in okay. fiber they have the budgeted cut and that's the dollars they get appropriated by Congress to set timber up for sale and the budgeted cut as in many things never reaches the biological cut and so you're 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 they're getting, always
0: short there but they're also if you take in the private and the state and all that land we're not even close to what could be harvested here if you put all the land as one
2: no we're not but we're close we, we are you know uh the state now they're are they just talking about putting that up to a million cords a year uh, harvest yep. uh, the state feels they can sustain about 900,000 mm-hmm. and that all depends upon age classes and, and what's approaching maturity and we've had some pretty heavy cuts in the last 30 years before we had some of the decline in some of our older mills and uh, and as that stuff comes back your sustainability will increase because you've got a young growing forest out sure. there particularly on county and state and some of those private lands yep. You you know the private lands. There was a point when the Forest Service just U.S. Forest Service just backed off and quit offering almost, yeah, tin timber. Well, the whole movement of demand switched over to private lands, and uh, I know when I was out looking, when I was in in the business, I was I hit private lands very hard, and and so they they've been they have been worked, and of course the county and the state uh they're good they're pretty good managers and uh, I, I think, you know, yeah, we could we could sustain a, a, a bigger cut. Yeah.
1: And but we need some markets to do that. Yeah. that that's the key, isn't that's it? You've got to have yeah. some markets. Yeah, and, very you know, much. I found yes. an interesting thing and I want to have you guys comment on this. I don't know if you if either one of you saw the uh, kind of a shredding article that Rolling Stone magazine wrote about Trump's visit. I did. Uh, I read the yeah. One of the things they referenced to in the story was uh, well he was in this Town where a where a paper mill has been on teetering on going out of business for years. Referring, I think, to the uh, the, the
0: paper mill in Duluth, paper here? mill out in well, New. Out.
1: well, and it came out later that the paper that's milled there is the same paper that they published their publication on.
2: Super paper. <laughs> super yeah. paper does super calendar paper. The, yeah. So, where do they I, I, expect I, I, it to come and, from? Well, well here's exactly. The thing. That's not an old mill. In, no. the, in the terms of mills, and and we were Peter and I were talking about this recently about the mills that have shut down in the state are basically all were pretty old mills, yeah. all built in the early 1900s. Sure, and they got beyond the point where you could really modify them, or, or you know they, they were just too old to do. Now with those mills shutting down, we've lost some market and we've lost some some usage. But the new the mills that are left are all fairly new mills. In other words, within forty years old, thirty right. years old. So we've got a, a fairly decent modern mill system in Minnesota. But we with we we could use uh, greater markets, particularly uh, in the hardwoods and some of those kinds of things.
0: But that's coming about more and more because I think up at the falls, I think they're going to start hitting the the like the cardboard style, real real heavy, coming up. Because if these mills do not switch or alter a little bit, you could end up on the chopping block in time because you have to change with the times with what's going on. Because you take the average person, you look around, They, how many people really look at the flyers anymore? And like you're oh, t- yeah. we were talking about the other yeah. what, last night, that uh, the paper, you look at the, the ads in the paper, the, 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 the high-end look, it's the ads are even smaller, percent, and, yeah. there's, every, and there's every, a lot every, left. If
2: you go back 50 years... We didn't have the TV. We didn't have the computers that we had. We had Newsweek. We had Time. We had Saturday Evening Post. We had Life. We had Look. All these these were weekly magazines printed on very high-end paper, much of it manufactured in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Those magazines have gone by the wayside, reducing the market. And what determined that? People. People rather look on a TV screen to read the newspaper, not me. I still got to wake up in the morning, go out and get my newspaper and
1: hold it in my hands. See, I I haven't done that uh, in years. I'm a dinosaur. I I understand that. (laughs) I go online and do mine. You got to stick around, Harry, to
0: keep those papers coming, you know. (laughs) You know,
1: and
2: I, I enjoy opening up the newspaper. I still read books, by the way. And I like turning pages. Books. What's a book? Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. But I. That's the
1: way I am. You know. Some but, people, but, Let's let's stay on that vein, though. Yep. So so with that in mind, the fact that more and more people are going to computers, reading yes. their news on a computer. What is? What's the market for paper in the future? Well, I mean, we see some of that changing. They're doing I, more. I'm clothing, looking. Aren't I
2: see it? that. I see that paper, as we know it, in my day. Those kind of uses are declining. But, you know, my wife orders goods from the swan man. Food comes in every once in a while. And the way that's packaged, you look at Amazon, you look at the packaging, you look at the mail order, you look at the packaging. So what's happened is much of this kind of production is switching to packaging materials sure up at the international falls it's not boise cascade it's packaging pca packaging corporation of america that's why i wasn't seeing the name (laughs) uh recently uh the paper company here in duluth asked for a million dollars They're looking for they want to do some changing of their process because super calendar markets are declining because if you look at your inserts yep They're smaller, they're less. The advertising doesn't come out. They were looking at some sort of being able to produce some packaging materials. And uh, hopefully that'll work out. But they, you know, I I once worked for a fellow or a vice president of a paper mill. He he used to say all the time the only constant we have in our life is change. Yeah, no kidding. And we have to change. You have to adapt. And and we have to adapt. And these mills, in order to maintain, will have to change uh you look in the solid wood you look at wafer board you look at osb you look at reconstituted. that is increasing that's stronger the mill at two harbors is is has been strong uh we lost some mills but the one out in solway you know in in wisconsin where i i think as long as we have a resource somebody will figure out how to use it yeah And we got to maintain accessibility and got
0: to maintain our resource. But that's why also we have to stay in touch with our politicians and people that can have power of authority that let them know what's really going on. So when these opportunities come like with the president, you have to grab them. Remember probably six, seven months ago, I think it was like in December or so last year, remember the paper mill here in Duluth was signaling the Duluth mayor and city council. Remember there's some letters going back and forth and it's kind of gotten flat. You haven't heard nothing about it? No. They were sa- signaling, hey, maybe you guys should pay attention here a little bit. And it should be still, they should be talking to one another. Because yeah. you don't want to have two years from now all of a sudden they're going to close their doors. And uh, well, what would you do about it? Well, they were signaling you a while ago. Yeah. And so if the mayor or the city council is listening, maybe you should revisit and talk to them a little bit. You're not going to maybe change the world. But just be on the same page. What can we do to help you be more effective?
1: What can we do to be even better? I can't imagine what kind of an image that would create of Duluth if that mill, which is, as Harry said, relatively newer yes, in production new. area, yeah. was sitting vacant with the parking lot <coughs> growing cobwebs. Or, or I, I believe it would that would be uh,
2: good. I, I'd be interested to know what came out of that, uh, and I think that was uh, the mill was looking to to change some of their processes. Uh, they're a groundwood mill. They're, they're pretty much set, but they can change some of their paper and how they use the pulp that's manufactured. Sure, sure. And, uh, uh, you know, to maintain because that, that's an important process out there. And uh, Guys,
1: we have to take a quick break and uh, sell some things here, and then we will come back more with uh, Let the Sawdust Fly <laughs> here on uh, the last Wednesday of the month, by the way, is when we do this.
3: We'll be right back. The International Union of Operating Engineers Local 49 provides state-of-the-art training for Minnesota's hard-working middle-class workers. Local 49ers are helping to build the future of northern Minnesota one job site at a time. As part of the long tradition of hard work in the north, our members are building roads and bridges, mining, and support those in the timber industry. We know what a hard day's work really means. We believe in partnering with employers across the state to provide them with a competitive advantage by ensuring our members are well-trained, hard-working professionals. 49ers receive training, at our state-of-the-art training center with a commitment to providing ongoing training. Members of Local 49 can build new skills over their careers that allow them to explore new and exciting jobs across the state with access to robust health and retirement benefits. Most important of all, we keep workers safe. Through our training and partnership with employers, we put the safety of our members first every single day. Members of Local 49 can take pride in their work and all that it does to shape the infrastructure of Minnesota. Learn how you can become a part of Local 49 by visiting Local 49.
1: Giant redwood, the larch, the fir, the mighty Scots pine, the smell of fresh-cut timber, the crash of mighty trees. With my best girl by my side, we'd sing, sing, sing. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. He sleeps all night and he works all day. All right, all tree, right. We got, got through that again. We can't do a show, <laughs> Peter, without having. A I am a lumberjack and I'm okay. <laughs> I always
0: think of these guys that don't bathe. They got an axe over their <laughs> yes, shoulder, exactly. plaid shirt, and it's in the mid fifties, and yeah. thinking, which yeah. way do we go to town? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> don't ta- don't oh. laugh that's my generation. Yeah,
0: I'm looking at him. <laughs>
1: So, so Peter, we had a question from one of our callers. Okay. Uh, and, and it has to do, you know, we were talking earlier about how the, these flyers, we used to get these expensive flyers, and we'd, sp- we'd spend time on them because they had specials that were happening at the stores. Now there's less and less of them, and mm-hmm. what do they call them, two-second flyers? A lot what, of them, they last about that long, and then uh, they get thrown in the garbage?
0: Uh, I think they call them blowing flyers. Blowing flyers, <laughs> yeah, Because the like when they have magazines, they blow them in. The, the magazine is flicked <coughs> like through your, like you're flicking from the back page to the front with your thumb. Right. And as that and the machine does it, there. it blows them in. Yeah. In little spots, and they're blowing flyers, and and they're getting to be less and less because, yeah. like we've said in the past, most people look on their phones. Harry, yeah, there is a lot of Harry still out there, but percentage wise, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> there's getting to be very few if you look at percentage wise.
1: Well, and it, this guy was bringing up the issue. Uh, he's a trucker and he said, "Look in my industry, yep. we used to keep a paper log. We had to list everything we did. What what time when we started driving, when we took our breaks, when yep. we ate, when we slept. Now it's all electronic. It's electronic. You have it's, like a handheld device that you punch
0: in your uh, The new trucks have them they're going to be built right in. What yeah. it is is a log. We don't have to do that because of the plates we run and we stay inter, in state. Okay. I got to make sure I get that right. Okay. Okay, there's interstate where you go to different states, and you have right. to have a logbook. We don't, and we stay within a 200-mile radius of our product. Okay. And so, in Minnesota, we had that law changed a while ago. We, as long as we do that, we don't have to have logbooks. Actually, technically, I think. No, I'd have to talk to the DOT about this, but I think. If you own the truck, haul your own product. I don't even know if you need a CDL, but no, I'm not positive on that 100. percent, But I think there's something about that. But we'll we'll have somebody in here in okay. the near future about it. All right. Um, uh, but as far as electronic log, uh, what it is 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 a computer in the truck, and you, you get to so many hours, that thing will actually, I do believe, will shut we'll that shut truck down. down. I've
1: heard that. that
0: Maybe it will give you a give warning. give you a
1: warning so yeah. that you can get to a, a rest stop or something, but, right. but it's not very long. Right, and so
0: am I in favor or against it? A lot of things, I think, that come about is because of human problems in the past sure and they say we got to correct it i I don't like it i don't the reason why i say i don't like it is the more problems we have the more laws the more problems we have with regulating the laws and so what happens is you you regulate the logbooks were being cheated a guy was running two three logbooks so he could get more hours run longer days go farther then people fall asleep and get hurt. Yeah. Okay. Now electronic log, you you can't do that anymore. No. I think I'm not sure if it's already in where it's law right now, where they're in. I think it's real close. But if you have an older truck, see, I'm not sure the year, but I'm thinking 2000 or so or older. I'm not yeah. pausing on the year. Uh, those older trucks can't have electronic logs. But it's only a matter of time when those old trucks start to fade off yeah. more and more and more where you don't see too many cars driving around from the 50s, you know.
1: Well, I mean, here was talking about the future. The future, if you look at it, there there are some philosophies out there that says the future is we're going to be driverless cars. We're not going to drive our own cars. How about trucks? How would you like to be on a highway where the 18-wheel however many tons there are in a truck is barreling down the highway without a driver. I don't want to see that myself. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to not, be on the highway with I've trucks. I've read some
2: place where they're already working on that.
0: Yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah. That would be I, frightening. I have a, nephew, a couple of nephews in the mines and the the, the production trucks I think it's, they're getting closer and closer to that, yeah. where there will be nobody driving it. Um, I, th- I don't know how close it is. It could be years, many, many years away. But to drive, it won't work in the woods. It won't. It may work with satellite, maybe, but you have so many obstacles. You have With trucks, you have the blacktop drivers, and then yeah. you have the, the woods on drivers. and off, woods Rose drivers. And there's a huge difference there, a big difference. Yeah. I do not want to, if you have a blacktop driver coming in the woods, we're going to have trouble. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. he, may, he may not know where to go, how to do it. You've got to watch out for all kinds of things, where your wheels are, where you're turning, how you're going about it, and when you're backing watch up.
1: soft spots, wet yeah, spots. Okay. Yeah,
0: pretty soon there's a fuel tank on the ground because you didn't pay attention, you know, and yeah. it's not cool. But uh, the, the electronic log is going to be argued back and forth, and some guys, I think it's going to be something that's going to be of the future. But as long as Minnesota stays the way it is, as far as my end of it now, remember, yeah. I'm talking my end of it, I don't have to do that.
1: A question came up, uh, one of the listeners to the show asked me in a grocery store of all places. He said, hey, you talk about the sustainability of the logging business, the Mm -hmm. lumber business. How long does it take from the time you cut, let's say, a stand of popple? You cut a mature stand of popple, and then it, uh, you know, the seedlings come up or whatever, or you plant it. Mm-hmm. How long does that stand have to mature before it's harvestable again, well, on average? That, Do you know anything about that, that, that,
2: Harry? That that can be up to the company that owns the land or the person that owns the land. Sure. Number one, popple will sucker back; it, it'll come back. You don't have to plant it; it springs back from its root system, so it reproduces itself. Okay. It needs a clear cut because it needs sunlight in order to do that then as it comes back and it'll grow in a very very thick stands young popple yep but itself the the dominant trees will shade out the the less dominant and so it kind of thins itself now some mills and some landowners have, say they can rotate their popple at an age of 40 years. Some okay. will go as long as 60. It depends upon what kind of a product. If you're looking for some bolts, you may want to go 60, 65 years to get a bigger tree. Sure. But if you're just on straight pulpwood or fiber, uh, 40, 45 years, 50 years. And if you remember, several years ago, they were, they, they were getting into to, uh, uh, genetically improved popular that would grow extremely fast and you could harvest it in 20 years. They were wow. playing around with those ideas. That's popple. Uh, you take certain pines. Uh, uh you plant a standard norway pine and you've seen a lot of them douglas northwestern douglas county and western minnesota these are 40 50 60 year old up to 70 year old planted plantations they continue to thin those and and the products coming out of those plantations is almost 80 percent saw logs and, and saw bolts, wow. with 20 percent just pulpwood and with the Here's again. We go to the sawmills. The sawmills used to be. They didn't want to saw anything under ten inches. Sure. Now they saw down to a six-inch bolt and can get two-by-fours. So here again, by innovation, by changing your systems, you're able to move forward and accept
1: and, and accept lesser right. size trees. Guys, we got to take another break. Uh, but think about this while we're way at the break. Uh, Popple. A lot of times people that hear about us talking to logging, they think Popple, the only thing you can do with Popple is make is make paper products out of it. Mm -hmm. But are there other things that you can do with a stand of Popple? And we'll talk about that when we come back after this.
0: AM 710 and now on FM at 98.1.
1: You know, there's a lot of people out there, Kenny, that know this music but don't think it has anything to do with the logging industry, but it is called Woodchopper's Ball. It's just a a classic kind of... Who's the band? Woody Herman? Yeah, a Woody Herman song. Hey, uh, nice music, but if you'd like even better music, music like this... You might want to take a look at my pillow special that is being offered right now, where you can go to mypillow.com, click on the two pack special, and enter promo code 710, just like this radio station. Now, the My Pillow offer will give you two premium pillows for one low price plus free shipping. That's right. Courtesy of MyPillow. They will ship the pillows right to your home free. And you're going to probably get one of the best restorative night sleep you've had in a long, long time. <laughs> I'll tell you the other things you get with MyPillow. You get a 60-day money-back guarantee. Try the pillows. If you don't like them for any reason whatsoever, return them. Uh, MyPillow also comes with a 10-year warranty. You won't find that on many pillows. Pillow is also machine washable and dry. In fact, I'm going to give you a tip. When you get your MyPillow, put them in the dryer for about a half an hour. It helps fluff them up and make them even more comfortable than they normally are. And they're made right here in the U.S. of A. Not only in the U.S. of A, they're made right here in Minnesota. So take advantage of the fact that right now, courtesy of our show, you can get the two-pack special by going to MyPillow.com. Click on the two-pack special, two pillows for the price of one, and you got to make sure you use promo code 710 because that gives you free shipping right to your door. Two pack special, enter promo code 710 and get a great restorative night sleep. Call now 1 800 952 9356. That's call now. 800-952-9356 for a great pair of pillows. Okay, so guys, we were talking about when we left uh, the air that most people think the only thing that popple's any good for is paper. Mm-hmm. Are there other things that you use it oh, for? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. There's a wide range. It can it can make... Actually, to tell you the truth, folks, back in the 94, I actually did a, a good-sized sale of over 2,000 cords of aspen. What I did is I took out out of there about 10 12 cords of saw logs i choiced it out it takes time to learn how to pick out beautiful saw logs there's saw logs and then there's beautiful saw logs and okay. it takes time to learn what really works and i took out about 10 12 cords and we had it sawed and it's now in our living room for paneling and it looks beautiful it still looks just as good today as it did 20 years ago really? beautiful there, there, there's aspen a lot paneling of, yes
2: there's a lot of houses That have popple paneling. But we go way back. You look at when Diamond Match was in Cloquet. They would buy two kinds of veneer. One was birch and the other was popple. And you got good popple veneer and they would make the toothpicks and and the uh, uh, matches out of popple veneer also. Wow. Uh, Popple is used for saw logs. And uh, and I've had popple paneling in some of my places. But also you have furniture. Uh, papa will be used for the insides of of furniture, for uh, the this infrastructure for the, that keeps. See, I it. always thought that papa was so soft that it wouldn't.
1: It, hold it's soft. Over. It's it the is, softest
2: it? of the hardwoods. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but it makes good furniture. It also can make uh, uh, pallets, pallet lumber. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. there's there's a pretty good demand for for a uh, from uh, sawmill still up in uh, Graham Ray still saws a pop logs when they can get nice logs okay. so there's a demand outside of being just wood fiber yeah, okay
0: it does do it does do a beautiful job but you have to have the right logs because a lot of times if it's crooked or the wrong type it won't turn out you know if somebody goes and cuts down an aspen tree and they start having these little wood misers and cutting and trying to get nice it, it may not turn out ready because to do saw like, like kenny was asking saw logs saw logs are what can make good lumber
2: I'm okay. going to tell a story. Real good
0: lumber. I'm going to yeah, tell a poor story. Poor lumber. Or you are, Harry. Uh, long time, uh, <laughs> Several years ago, I was kind
2: of called in, and somebody was trying to promote a mill on the Iron Range to make chopsticks.
1: Oh, yeah. And we just that, talked about this the other chopstick day. chopstick mill got up and it, it got running. I in that, fact, yeah. we
2: shipped some wood. And it took it because took, to make a chopstick, what you do, you need a veneer quality bolt. You run out the veneer plywood and okay. then you chop up the, the sticks. And they shipped the loads to Japan. And that's who was going to buy it. And you know what? It didn't go over because the chopsticks, they couldn't. They were too fuzzy. Because the wood's a little softer, and and the chop, you and I would never know the difference. No, but the Japanese knew that that chopstick they couldn't get it clean enough or couldn't get the fuzz off it so they claimed so it, it, it they ended up closing it down because they lost so that's their market what happened
1: see somebody mm-hmm. just brought that up the other day said i thought we uh, didn't we open a chopstick factory somewhere up on the range
3: mm-hmm. and it made sense yeah. because
1: uh, japan doesn't have that much wood to no. manufacture chopsticks but I see what you mean if it 's a little soft, it has a little fuzz it has on a little the fuzz time. on it, yeah. even yeah, though they all tried all that. kinds of
2: ways to try and sand it and try to get it they couldn 't get that little bit of fuzz off it
0: didn't we ship uh like a container or something or Japan or yeah, something that's, remember that's, yeah. they, that they got shipped over to Japan, yeah. and they're the ones that rejected it because it of, of that city. fuss. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it went down the cities. We took a semi-load of the cities, and they, I think they put it in a container and shipped it out, I think that's yeah. what it was. But that's, I think that's 20 years ago or something like that. Oh yeah, it's, it's quite a sort of It's waits. been a long time. But yeah. it's,
2: it's things, somebody tried to innovate, and, and they used to, and Popple, of course, when I first started in the business, I mean, we had all kinds of demand for spruce, balsam, uh, pines, all the you know, the pines and so forth, but we had very low demand uh, for popple okay uh, and and one of the things we had when i was working for what was then the minnesota and ontario paper company now known as pca but anyways we had a lot of old growth big hundred hundred twenty 120 year old popple that was huge wow and a lot of it was very very uh, uh rotten uh in the inside and because of its age sure and and that's when the up there they developed the insulate plan plant which was one of the first board plants and made seating tiles and siding and kind of a pressed fiber board okay and we used that old poplar for in there for using for trying to use up off our lands and off off of the state and county lands to harvest this old growth what they call overmature
1: okay. poplar. What so, what what wood do they use in making the ceiling tiles up in Cloquet the pe- plant up well, there? Well, I don't think they true. use any wood no. anymore. No. Don't they? It's no, all commercial. It's all yeah. commercial. The yeah. last
0: time I remember our family hauling there, I was just a little kid. Wood and conversion company. Yeah, it was probably in the 60s, I think, yeah. they closed taking wood. Because I remember riding down with my dad with a load of wood and a smaller truck yeah. going there. What is We used to call it ConWeb, I do believe. Con- wasn't Web, it? That was it, yeah. It's called, was it, USG or something? I think oh, it's then, USG. Then USG yeah. bought
2: it out. Yeah. yeah.
0: They don't take any wood at all. They I haven't for, I think, the 60s, I bet. I, I, I don't, yeah, I can't Somewhere
2: remember what that? year
0: it was. But you're right; it,
2: yeah. they haven't taken wood for years there.
1: So, is there, in the last minute or two we've got left here, uh, I'm going to ask you the the key question: the future of logging. Mm-hmm. What what's what's the scuttlebutt? What's the rumors? What's the back talk that you hear? I mean, you know, we know that some wood is now being used in fibers to manufacture clothes. I don't mm-hmm. know how that process is done. It's a lot of it's chemical.
2: You know, that, that that was a World War II process rayon. Is that right? It was developed in World War II to replace the nylon. And there. then uh, SAPI, who are now the, the big, just converted... Cloquet to produce that kind, some of
1: that fiber. Sure. Uh, Reinviting the wheel, so to speak. Yeah. I've seen some of the shirts they've manufactured. Beautiful yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, great it's, it's very, very good. They,
0: the Mill and Cloquet has adapted extremely well. And very, like I've said in the past, very intelligent people to make very good decisions. And that's why I was mentioning about the Paper Mill in Duluth and the City Council. You need to talk to them. You need to work together. Yeah. Um, what I see, I could tell my point, and then Harry, if he wants to hit his point on it, we're on time. But right now, in that, as far as loggers are concerned, there's a glutton of wood out there from last winter. Yet there's okay. huge amounts everywhere, and everybody's on a smaller quota, and it's going to be slow for a while. It could be slow for even a few years because sometimes you have huge production times, and yeah. that will ripple out way into the future. And it could be slow for a while, but you you but, you, you, know, Peter, you have you have to hang in there, and things may develop all of a sudden, Harry. Hold on here a second. You're going to cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> Things could develop, but right now it's going to be a little bit slow on that. But loggers are very resilient. They they, they know how to adapt quickly, and sure. it's just it gets frustrating for a while. But it uh, logging is always going to be somewhere in the world, without no doubt. Oh yeah, it's
2: been a feast or famine situation, and I've been on, I've been around since 1960, and I've seen years of when you needed every stick of wood there was out there and I've seen years when you had a beautiful winter like you did this winter where you get yep. over production therefore you have a slowdown that follows that but I, if you want to look at the long term here's my feel not, maybe not Peter's, but I think now that we've stabilized uh, the companies that are left in Minnesota, they're fairly modern. I see a stabilization of logging and, and market demand. And then if we have excess fiber, you're going to see some expansions down the road how soon it's hard to predict but i'm optimistic that if we
0: got trees to offer there's going to be somebody that wants to use them i know of one mill that is expanding but not on the outside but when they do a a few things bottleneck when that changes they're going to be consuming quite a bit more wood actually i don't want to say who it is because i wasn't allowed to but when that is taken care of they will expand i think close to 200,000 cords more a year wow Additionally, that's, that's so great. Yeah. so it's going to be probably next spring or so that that'll actually take place where yeah. it'll take off, but now it'll then it could get better. But uh, Harry and I have a different opinions some of the time, but no matter what, we always we always it's, are. It's I'm always happy to talk to Harry. <laughs> He's just a well, hair you know older know what, guys, than me. Hair.
1: It's it's been great having you both in Harry and Peter. Thank you so much for coming in and being part of our segment. Thank uh, you for having we us. We get a lot of comments about this segment. All month long from people that say you know it's great to have people in from that industry and and again it goes back to the fact when Peter when you first contacted me about this idea uh, I thought to myself you know the logging or the mining industry has a show all the time they've got they've got a way to promote themselves but you guys don't do that. Uh, you don't have that vehicle. No, actually, so we hope we can become part of that.
0: It's actually, it's going to be two years coming up. It was July yeah. of 2016 was the first show we came wow. and did and I'm thankful every time and I always look at it it's just a precious gift that we can come on wow, here
1: we we love having you and it really does educate a lot of people about the uh oh. the logging and transportation well, thanks industry. to you brad
0: and kenny and the folks out there listening we want to thank you greatly for listening
1: well thank you and uh we're going to take a quick break do some uh, wisconsin news network and we'll be back with more on sound off on a wednesday morning in the northland